0: You can hear him mornings right here on these airwaves starting at 6 a.m. Bill, how we doing?
1: Hey, guys. What's up?
0: Oh, just another day in paradise.
1: You know? I hear you.
0: We have our popcorn ready. We, we, we enjoy this segment every week <laughs> for all the goodies that are always going on
1: in college football. The drama. <laughs> the drama <laughs> drama a, segment a, for King Bill. It's a spigot that never gets turned off.
0: No, it doesn't. You know, and sometimes when it's really, really cold, you should keep the spigot, you know, just dripping a little bit. But you didn't get to talk yesterday, so we thought, you know, we got to have you on and let you do a little bit more talking. You missed out on some good stuff yesterday morning. So let's start with one of my favorites. Is little Nicky going to be the offensive and defensive coordinator this year, or is he going to hire some people?
1: Well, he's got the fan base. The fan base is not doing well with this. Not that he cares. (laughs) No way. (laughs) It's. I don't know if you guys saw this. Now this one. I'm not trying to be conceited here, but this one I wasn't aware of, and I got contacts all over this. He's interviewing Tommy Reese at Notre Dame today. Oh, from Notre Dame. Oh, Tommy Mm -hmm. Reese, who is remember the former quarterback there, and he's the offensive coordinator. Yes, he is in Tuscaloosa today for the offensive job. Mm.
0: Mm. Okay. What happened with Grubb? What why did he ultimately decide to stay at Washington?
1: Well, uh, he's making two million and now to be fair, I don't know that he was offered to, they took a trip from Seattle to Tuscaloosa, so obviously you don't do that just to have a fun day in the park, right? But I don't know how deep that relationship got compared to what people assume
0: there. Did you say you cut out for a second, did you just say he's making two million as the OC of the Huskies? A Pac yeah, twelve
1: team?
0: Uh oh We're having we're having uh cell issues. We're losing you, Bill. Bill, are you I'm right here guys. Okay. Yeah, I'm right here. Okay. Yeah. So you said he got a bump in pay and then you went away, is that what you said?
1: Yeah, he, he uh, he's up to $2 million now out in Seattle at U-Dub. And I don't think that's that's not an issue for, for Bama. I just don't think that relationship got as deep into, here's your offer, come, we need you. I don't know that they got that far down the road.
0: Yeah, no, I wasn't talking about Alabama being scared by that. I just was shocked the Pac-12 sure. team was playing a, cor- a coordinator $2 million a year. Have you
2: looked at real estate in Seattle? It's not cheap yeah. to live up there at all no that 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 price actually doesn't surprise me, Bill, because as you know, the cost of living up there is not what people might think it is. It's very expensive to live
1: up there no, no question and maybe Colin Klein, now, remember it wasn't that long ago, he was the Kansas State quarterback. he's now their offensive coordinator, and it it sounds to me like now I don't know what Nick's doing. And he's supposed to be taking a vacation about now too. But these these are two young guys now. I don't know if he's thinking, okay, maybe I will bring some young guys in and I can I can control them. Now, obviously, he oversees everything, but maybe easier to control them than if I bring in some veteran or something. No, I'm not. Guys, like I told you, this one changes at least daily, at least.
0: Well, I've seen pictures of Kingsbury and his girlfriend in Thailand. I don't think he's coming back
1: anytime soon. No, I, he's not. Those those guys I don't think would coexist. They're not. I mean, you don't have to be like Nick, but you have to be able to work for him. And I just don't think that's Cliff Kingsbury's style and everything else. Uh, he, he's a poor man's Lane Kiffin is what he is. And they mm-hmm. don't need – they don't want that.
0: Remember when I said, Bill, a couple weeks ago – People I've talked to said the NCAA may not be so quick to let um, Pruitt get back in the game. Yeah. It does feel like that's starting to round into shape, isn't it? Or am I wrong?
1: No, I, I think that probably is part of it. He's also in a lawsuit that we talked about for $12 million bucks with Tennessee. And there's some talk that Tennessee's been calling the front office in the SEC and saying, let, let's not do this now um, until we get everything settled. Now, I don't think a decision's made on what Tennessee thinks, but I, I think there's a bunch of ex, extenuating circumstances that I think just kept gnawing at Nick that he couldn't get by. I still not giving up that someday Jeremy Pruitt's back there, and maybe sooner or later, maybe just as an analyst in the beginning, and then you ease him up to coordinator. But I don't think any anything- of I think that's that's soured some.
0: Who was your big winner yesterday, and who was your big loser
1: yesterday? Well, the big loser was everybody because they've taken that Christmas Day, the first Wednesday in February, and they've killed it. Yeah. By the December decision a couple of years ago, there's no crescendo. There's no Christmas Day. It's a big buzzkill. Nothing happened yesterday. Yeah. I mean, two people. Well, one kid, Nicholas Harper, who's a fantastic big athlete, signed with South Carolina. That was big for baby Beamer. Big tight end in Phoenix, uh, maybe going to Georgia, but didn't do anything and is not ready to do anything. Yesterday is a nothing burger. It it doesn't exist, basically, and they are talking now. I know for sure. They're talking about what we need to do with December and that early signing period because it's too busy. That month has turned into an absolute disaster with name image likeness starting early December or no, no, no. The transfer portal opening up for 45 plus days, 60 days, whatever it is starting early December. And then all the uh, name image likeness controversies coaches moving around. We're going to expand to 12 teams in the playoffs. It's going to make December crazier. And they're talking about maybe doing away with that December period. And I don't know if they'll go back to fab or not.
0: Well, Greg Sankey's talking about it. That means True. they're up to something, right? I mean, Greg Sankey just doesn't float things out there that he's just wishful thinking, right? I mean, he Correct. he floats things out there that he, things are about to happen. So I, I think he, it's about he, to change,
1: right? Yeah, he and Jack Swarbrick, who's the AD at Notre Dame, are probably the strongest voices in, in college football, which means college sports. And I haven't heard Swarbrick talk about that specifically, but yes there's no doubt the SEC commission does not like December right now as it stands. Yeah.
0: looks like December's going away and we're going to go back to this being relevant again. At least that's what it looks like. Is Billy Napier the guy? Is it too early to tell or is this going to be a big flop for Florida?
1: I'd be worried if I'm a Gator fan, I'd be worried. They just had a decent recruiting class. The Rashada thing, you know, Rashada thing aside, it's, it's actually good that he's not there. If I'm a Gator, that, that, you, couldn't, you couldn't finish that. But other than that, they're not recruiting well enough. They're not. I mean, when I think of Florida, I think of elite. When you are right at Florida, you are as good, maybe better than everybody else in a given year. We've seen it under Spurrier. We've seen it under Urban Meyer. We know what it looks like. They don't have that formula right now, and they're not bringing in the players. They they had a pretty good transfer portal hall, but not good enough, and I'd say if you're just measuring talent, they're probably fourth in the SEC East at best, and I don't think they closed the gap this year, and their quarterback for this next year is probably Graham Mertz from Wisconsin, and do you have any – favorite moments watching Graham Mertz, please give them to me because I'm searching for some. <laughs> he probably you know? hand,
0: he probably hands the ball off pretty well.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, they always have big tailbacks and 6'7", 330-pound offensive linemen. Maybe that's what he does, but they need a point guard metaphor that can score the basketball and distribute it. That's not what he does.
0: Yeah, It just feels early on like Billy Napier's kind of like a, a round peg in a – square hole that's what it feels like
1: now you don't you know i don't know if you guys hear this people call in the show or on twitter and his name oh, is sunbelt billy that's not good oh, that's not good
0: no. oh no <laughs> we're all, oh no this is <laughs> this is going to get ugly in a hurry it's
2: only been yeah. 1 year and oh, we're boy. here that's this is bad. just year
1: one right good grief. Oh, that started that started after the kentucky game i mean oh. that, that started during the season yeah
0: this this feels like Brian Harson.
1: Mm. I don't it's, think it's going to be that kind of quick hook, but I think the ending might may be the same yeah mm. yeah i think that I think that absolutely could happen
2: so bill l- let me ask you about uh, the news coming out of North Carolina today. I see that uh Mac Brown has got a contract extension even though it's just for one year more than what he's doing now, so he'll be the coach there contractually at least until. 2028. He is 71 years old, Bill, and he has a 30 and 22 record for this time around at North Carolina. Uh, made the bowl game, uh, made a bowl game at least all last four years that he's been there. Why is this such a good fit for him culturally, and and why is 30 and 22 good enough to get a contract extension in North Carolina?
1: Well. He was there before, yes. and if it wasn't for Florida State, I mean Florida State was elite, I mean, they made him won several ACC championships. He literally resuscitated that program, went to Texas, got to some national championship games, won one with Vince Young, and then everything faded for about a decade. Mm-hmm. But he's as good as they can do, and he knows the landscape there. He can recruit. He's a very good recruiter, always has been. He's got the best young quarterback in college football in Drake May, so you can build with that. And I think that was a good move. He's he's seventy-one. He's young though. I, he's a young seventy-one, and I could see him going another four or five years. I don't know if he gets all the way down the road, the way the contract reads. But I do think he probably has another three, four, five years in him.
2: I've never heard anyone say young seventy-one before, so that's that's nice. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I mean Nick, Nick is now Nick. Nick's what seventy-one. I and guess so. He's, he's a young 71. Or you could take a look at the pictures of Bear Bryant when he died in, in January of 83. He looked like he was 100. And I believe he was 69.
2: Well, so. you know, Coach Bryant was also <laughs> living in a little bit of a different era back there, in, uh, Bill. You know, Correct. with the, the Golden Flakes and the uh, and the Lucky Strikes, I believe, you know, back during that era. Um <laughs>
0: The senior it, by the way real quick yes. bill is that quarterback legit i mean they're already talking about he may be the number 1 pick mm-hmm. next not this upcoming Y'all. draft the following year
1: oh yeah he's legit um they said every team in america tried to poach him with mm-hmm. money here the last couple of months and uh you know he's from a heck of a family his brother was a basketball player not long ago 6'9 basketball player at north carolina this kid's real. Yeah, this kid's legit. He has all the arm talent. He's got the 6'4", six, 6'5", six, measurables. He's plenty athletic. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Maybe Florida should offer him $13 million. Well. <laughs> Just a thought.
1: <laughs> Apparently, now, Max said a bunch of people came at him. I don't know what the numbers were, but I bet you it was pretty, pretty attractive.
2: You know, Bill, you were talking about uh, the quarterback there in North Carolina. Of course, there's a lot of talk about – Uh, Bryce Young moving on to the next level obviously he was a fantastic uh, quarterback in college but but Bill my thing is he's a hundred and they're saying he's 194 pounds Bill Bill can he afford to gain another 15 pounds and play at the NFL levels I gotta kill his game if he does that or can he still be effective if he gains the NFL weight that he's gonna need to to take hits
1: Short quarterbacks like Kyler Murray, he's 5'10", but he weighs 218. Mm -hmm. He's built. okay. Now, he's he's still going to get injured. If if Bryce Young, if we could get him on a scale right now, and you let him put a brick in each pocket, I don't know that he'd weigh 190. Okay? Oh, no, not only a brick in each pocket, but you let him hold an anvil, too. Oh, he's doing it. What? Jeez. And he's not getting to 190. Jeez. Oh, my. There's some,
0: there's some people I know that, I, you know, he could <laughs> hang out with them for a couple weeks, and he put on some pounds. That's you sake. Know, he, he needs just, to gain
1: some weight. I mean, look he at him, weight. guys. He doesn't have the body. He does not have the body structure to gain a bunch of weight.
2: They're, they're, you know why is he going to be picked? You know in the top ten of well, the NFL. And I know how desperate teams are, but I mean seriously, you're going to pick up this guy if he's if he can't take the weight, if he can't handle the weight uh, to be an NFL quarterback, or doesn't have the weight. You know, he's out of his weight class.
1: He's going to go in the top ten, regardless of all that. I, mm-hmm. I, I yeah, I'm he, a huge fan. I, I love that kid. But you take him? Uh, <laughs> no. I mean, it, yeah, it depends on what my roster is like. I did. De- if I'm needing a quarterback and it and gets to my pick and we're in the top 15, I may. I may, you know, knowing, okay, just look in the mirror. You you understand. I mean, he's got everything other than do we think he can be durable? And I doubt it. <laughs> I just I just do. Yeah,
2: I don't care who you got on your roster. He's still going to get hit at some point. Uh, you know, maybe he'll get hit less, a little less, I guess. But, all right, that the- – the other question I want to wrap and pass you, Bill, before we get out of time here, is uh, obviously uh, we're getting up on the draft a little bit. How important is it for the volunteers to get some guys early in, in this draft here? How important is that for their recruiting, or does it affect it at all?
1: Well, you've got two receivers that are potentially first-rounders, and Tillman uh, in, in and Hyatt. You know, Hendon Hooker was projected before that knee. I don't think you can go there now. And they say he's ahead of progress, and he's he's not walking on crutches now. But but still, that that was a significant injury. Mm-hmm. So I think they they have a chance to get two of them. But I think Tennessee, I think Tennessee recruiting right now, and that's what everything's about. They're recruiting because of the excitement about the program, and it's it's not about where people go in the draft. Now that will be nice for the resume to show everybody what's happening, but they're attracting this this uh, Dante Thompson kid. They're getting from Oregon in the in the portal. I, is is six five? He may impact them significantly. This is a kid that just needs. This is the perfect offense for him, and he may surpass what these other two just did. He's that good. Hmm. So they'll be okay.
0: Do you think, real quick, and I know it's, I get it, we're just in February, but we, this is no what worries. happens. Do you think Milton's going to start? Do you think it's going to be his job to lose?
1: Oh, 100%. But Nico Yamaleava is way better. This kid is a superstar talent. Now, I say that we got to get him on the field. You got to fail forward as a young guy, right? You're going to have your failures, but fail forward. He is spectacular, guys. There's not one thing Joe Milton does better than him, except go in a gym and see how far somebody can throw the ball, right? Yeah. See if he can throw it up into the stands. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Joe Milton had a very good Clemson game. He did. This kid mm-hmm. is this kid is spectacular.
0: But I mean, that's what I'm getting at. I mean, that's what everybody's saying. And he's he is a can't miss. So how how hard is that temptation just to start rolling with him from jump?
1: Well, Heupel, you got to remember, this, that's his baby, that offense. And they'll let – they're going to trot Milton out. I don't care if Nico is 100 times better than Milton in spring and August camp. They're not going to trot him out there first. Okay. okay, They're, they're just not. Mm-hmm. But in the first couple of games, you don't have to worry about it. But – I could see him taking over at some point this year. I said on my show, I don't know when, a couple of weeks ago, I'm going to give it a 50-50 shot at some point this year he takes over, this first year, and that's it. have got to remember, Taven Jackson, who's a four-star, from the last class is already gone. He, he didn't even get to spring practice because of this. Yeah.
0: Good stuff, Bill. Appreciate it as always. Thanks Thank for doing this. Thank you. Bill Keene will wrap up the week tomorrow morning starting at 6 o'clock.